Hello, this is Snigdha from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, the 22nd of June. The dust has barely settled on the Rafale deal controversy and another one is in the news already. The CBI has booked the fugitive arms dealer Sanjay Bhandari and others in connection with an alleged corruption in the 2009 deal of 75 Pilatus basic trainer aircrafts for the Indian Air Force. The agency carried out searches at the residence and offices of Bhandari. The action comes after findings of a three-year-old inquiry by the CBI showed a prima facie case of corruption against the accused. The agency has also booked unidentified officials of the Indian Air Force, the Defence Ministry and Switzerland-based Pilatus Aircraft Limited in the case. Robert Wadra, of whom Sanjay Bhandari is a close associate, has not been named in the FIR, but the Enforcement Directorate has already questioned him in the past in connection with the Pilatus deal while investigating the London Properties case. The Swiss company was one of the bidders for the contract that was floated in 2009. The CBI has alleged that it had entered into a criminal conspiracy with Bhandari and Bimal Sarin, both directors of Offset India Solutions Private Limited, and dishonestly and fraudulently signed a service provider agreement with Bhandari in June 2010, which was in violation of the defence procurement procedure. It was allegedly done to get the contract for supply of 75 basic trainer aircrafts to the Indian Air Force. It is alleged that the Pilatus Aircrafts Limited paid about 350 crore rupees in kickbacks, including payments in two tranches to Mr. Bhandari's company in India from August to October in 2010 and to a Dubai-based company during 2011 and 15. Binoy Kodieri, son of the CPIM Kerala Secretary Kodieri Balakrishnan, has refuted the charges of rape levelled against him by a Mumbai resident. The woman had accused Binoy, a Dubai-based businessman, of having cheated her into a long-term conjugal relationship on the promise of marriage. She claimed that she had an eight-year-old son from the affair, which commenced when she was working in a bar in Dubai in 2009. Binoy, on Friday, moved to the Dindoshi District Court in Mumbai, seeking anticipatory bail in the case registered by the Oshiwara police. His counsel told TV journalists that the local police had built the case on trumped-up charges and that the woman's complaint would not stand legal scrutiny. The defence rejected the demand by the prosecution to put Binoy through a paternity test to verify the woman's claim that the accused had fathered her child. State police officers privy to the development said Mumbai police had objected to the bail appeal. They said the prosecutor had argued that Binoy was incommunicado and was not cooperating with the investigation. The prosecutor also raised the possibility that the accused could intimidate the complainant or try to influence the witness. Mr. Kodiari Balakrishnan, in response to the allegations against his son, has offered to step down from his post in the party. In a bizarre turn of events, an elderly man called Kashiram, in his 70s, spent a whole night inside the mortuary of a Madhya Pradesh hospital after being declared dead. When his body was taken out the next day for post-mortem, he was found alive and breathing. Realising their mistake, the doctors soon resumed Kashiram's treatment. He, however, died at 10.20am in the hospital. Kashiram was admitted to Bina Civil Hospital in Sagar District on Thursday after he was found lying unconscious on the road. The doctor who was on duty sent a note to the police around 9pm to inform that Kashiram had died. 
a hospital employee delivered the note to the police station in Bina. Another case of medical negligence emerged from Muzaffar Nagar in Uttar Pradesh today. The staff of a state-run community healthcare centre, unaware that an unconscious patient was still lying on their bed, allegedly shut down the centre's gate and left as their duty hours were over. 30-year-old Sonia was taken to the centre in the district's Faluda village in Purkazi block on Friday for treatment. A few hours later, after regaining consciousness, on finding that she was locked in, she began shouting for help. Hearing her cries, locals informed officials who rushed to the spot and brought her out. As the incident stirred up a row, a Group D staff was suspended and four other officials, including Medical Officer Dr. Mohit Kumar and Chief Pharmacist Praveen Kumar, were shifted out. Our public healthcare system, evidently, is quite inefficient and complicated. Do watch the 11th episode of Constitution Season 2 where Meghna tells you the reasons for its failures and the government's role in it. He also talks about the old public healthcare versus private healthcare debate. The episode is available on newslaundry.com and you can also find it on Newslaundry's YouTube channel. Sniffer dogs have been deployed as a massive search operation to track down suspected terrorists in a forest area of Jammu and Kashmir's Kishtawar district continued for the second day today. The army and the police had launched the operation in a forest area near Keshavan village early yesterday after receiving information about the movement of suspected terrorists. A brief gunfight took place between the terrorists and the search parties on Friday and it is believed that one of them got injured but managed to flee along with his accomplices. Violence broke out again in West Bengal's Bhatpara today just after a team of BJP leaders visited the town. Many people have been reported to be injured. The three-member BJP delegation visited Bhatpara to review the situation after two people were killed and many injured in political clashes on Thursday. Former Union Minister S.S. Aluwalia, BJP lawmaker Satyapal Singh and B.D. Ram arrived there after the BJP central leadership had asked them to visit the area. They are to submit a report to Home Minister Amit Shah. Moments after the delegation left, two groups clashed with each other and threw country-made bombs and stones at each other. The region, which falls under the Barakpur parliamentary constituency, was also visited by a joint delegation of CPIM and Congress leaders who demanded a CBI inquiry into the killings. The Tripura government has decided to hand over 20 state-run schools to International Society for Krishna Consciousness, or ISKCON. These include 13 schools that were closed since they didn't have any students. While addressing a press conference, State Education Minister Ratan Lal Nath said, and I quote, We have 4,389 government and government-aided schools in the state, but over 147 of them have an enrollment of less than 10 students each. Unquote. The Council of Ministers, at a meeting held on Thursday evening, decided to hand over 20 schools to ISKCON on condition of providing quality education in those schools. Although the ISKCON Trust had applied for 53 schools, the Cabinet decided to hand over only 20 of them for five years. The schools will be managed by the Trust, but the ownership will remain with the state. The government will also provide free uniforms, study materials and midday meals in these schools. E. Jean Carroll, a New York-based writer and longtime women's advice columnist, accused President Donald Trump of sexually assaulting her more than two decades ago in a dressing room of a posh Manhattan department store. The episode was detailed in a book excerpt published yesterday in a New York magazine. In an interview with the Washington Post yesterday, 
Carol reiterated the allegations, saying that during a chance encounter with the then real estate developer at Bergdorf Goodman, Trump attacked her in a dressing room. She said he knocked her head against a wall, pulled down her tights and briefly penetrated her before she pushed him off and ran out. She said she hoped telling her story will empower women to come forward and not feel bad. Carol, now 75 years old, said she told two close friends about the episode at the time. One of them told the Post that Carol described the incident to her shortly after it occurred and that she had unsuccessfully urged Carol to go to the police. Trump vehemently denied the accusation, calling it fake news. He questioned why there was no video footage of the incident or witnesses in the store. The president in a statement said, and I quote, I've never met this person in my life. She's trying to sell a new book that should indicate her motivation. It should be sold in the fiction section, unquote. And now for some homegrown stuff from Newslaundry.com. In January this year, our reporter Pratik Goel wrote about the excesses committed by security forces in Korsegura, Chhattisgarh, including the alleged rape of a five-month pregnant tribal woman. But nine months and several notices later, Chhattisgarh police still remains oblivious to the incident. Do read his latest report on the lack of police action on newslaundry.com. Also, our reporter Ayush Tiwari is in Muzaffarpur, Bihar to bring you an in-depth ground report about the encephalitis outbreak that has led to the death of more than 100 children in the last few days. Watch out for his ground report and meanwhile, maybe consider supporting us by subscribing to News Laundry. Every subscription enables us to bring you better stories. Go to www.newslaundry.com slash subscription. A monthly subscription will cost you less than the pack of beers you're going to buy this weekend. I'm not kidding. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you on Monday. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.